Are you ready to go the distance? When you're nearing retirement, it's essential that you have a written plan and know exactly how the plan will work. Life's about choosing where you want to go and mapping out a financial plan to get you there. The one thing you need is a plan. So what's the plan? Plan? I know plan! An experienced financial advisor can help you avoid potential hazards and find alternative routes. We pride ourselves in being different from other financial planning firms. During your initial consultation, we will get to know you and give you the chance to get to know us. Our friendly staff will make you feel comfortable the moment you walk in the door. Call Mark Eels at EFS Wealth Management, 712-224-4651, 712-224-4651, or log on to EFS4U.com, EFS, the number 4U.com. On today's show, we're going to talk about how life can be stressful and what to do with your cash and fixed investments. So we're going to look at what are the choices in today's interest rate world and what should you be doing as you approach retirement with some liquid money. And now, live from the heart of Sioux City, Mark on Money with your host, Mark Gilles. The key is having a plan in place, knowing what you're going to do, a place where your retirement questions are answered. You could be putting tens of thousands in jeopardy. You'll get the latest news on 401ks and retirement planning. It can make a profound difference with what you can and can't afford in retirement. If you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome in to Mark on Money. Welcome in, everybody. This is Mark on Money with Mark Eels. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Mark is a certified financial planner. He's a fiduciary. He's been helping folks for more than 30 years. You'll find him today at EFS Wealth Management. EFS, the number for the letter U.com is the website. I encourage you to check out the website. There's lots of great information there and uh, so much more. Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very, very well, thanks. I, uh, you know, as as we sort of round the corner into winter, um, you know, it feels kind of good out there these days. Yeah, absolutely. You know, fall's a good time of year. Oh, it's a great time. And yeah. uh, so here we go. Um, we're talking about cash today. Well, it's amazing how many people have just got $100,000 or more just, you know, sitting in the bank account not doing a whole lot. Wow. I mean, and again, of course, that doesn't it, surprise it, me. It, it hasn't been that long since it hasn't been doing anything anywhere. So, you know, you really haven't had a whole lot of choices, you know, other than, you know, reaching for yield in maybe REITs, high yield bonds, um, longer dated corporates, you know, and some other funky strategies, which, you know, have lost 20% this year. Um, and so we want to talk about really, you know, we're in an environment now that I think uh, for me, it's a whole lot easier to manage money in today's world and diversify it and get some yield than uh, what there has been for, you know, I don't know, what, more than 15 years? Wow. You know, since 2007 and maybe even since the 1990s. Is that and just technology that's uh, moved that along? No, it's the Federal Reserve, Steve. Uh -huh. They've raised interest rates. Where have you been? Oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> I remember now. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and so we're probably going to get another, you know, 75 basis point hike is going to pull the uh, the Fed funds rate up over 4% here uh, next week, right? Next week, yeah. Wow. Yeah, next week we've got, you know, Federal Reserve Board meeting, and then after that we've got the election, uh, and then it's Thanksgiving, and then Christmas. Uh, but this is your early Christmas gift is, is you know, really – you know, looking for places to put your cash. And, you know, there's a lot of places today where you can easily get, you know, yields of 3% or plus. Um, you know, you can search for money market, you know, mutual funds. Um, one of the most popular ones, really, that we've been utilizing for a lot of um, people is U.S. Treasuries. And so, you know, we've bought in um, millions of dollars worth of treasuries here in the last couple months because their yields are, um, you know, I'm talking about short-term treasuries, sure. you know, treasury treasury bills, zero-coupon treasuries that uh, have yields to maturity of 3 to 4.5%, you know, depending upon if you're looking at really, really short-term yields or you're looking at yields out over a year. But there's lots of different ways to invest monies. Um, you know, I think we've got a clip uh, today that we're going to listen to um, when you think is appropriate, Steve, of, sure. of cash and bonds. Uh, and maybe maybe that's a good intro into yeah. this, this uh, today. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, again, it's from Christine Benz, and, and that's a name that I, I've known ever since I've been sort of dabbling in this business. Uh, she's Morningstar Director of Personal Finance. She's got a lot of experience behind her, and she is often uh, speaking on such things. And this was, I thought, a, a good one uh, just on that uh, whole time horizons and, and investing. If you have a slightly longer time horizon, say three years or more, you can invest in high-quality bonds or a high-quality bond fund. You're taking more risks, certainly, but you'll have the potential for higher returns than you can earn with cash. Young investors with no imminent need to spend their money absolutely should have more in stocks, whereas investors getting close to retirement will want to earmark more for cash and bonds. All right. So, uh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, and... You know, one of the things I've always been a big believer in is, you know, people that were invested in bond mutual funds, you know, have seen, you know, losses this year anywhere between, you know, if you had short term to intermediate to maybe long term bond funds, long term bond funds lost over 20 percent. Um, and by the way, I did record and warn um, everybody. Um, remember, we talked about this. You and I did. You know, that earlier this year, uh, or maybe even last year, uh, I, had a, I had a podcast that, that talked about there's significant risk in bonds. And, you know, I said bonds could, could lose more than stocks because we're in the last innings of a bond bull market. I mean, bond bull markets are like stock bull markets in that prices of bonds have continued to go up and interest rates continued to decline since the 1980s you know so we were in a 30 some year bond bull market and bond bull markets just like stock bull markets come to an end eventually and you have a, a bond bear market which we definitely saw with you know yields rising and prices falling but here's one thing about investing into you know individual bonds ETFs or bond mutual funds is if 
you invest in individual bonds, bonds mature, bond mutual funds do not. And what I mean by that is, so we, we listen to, you know, Christine say, you know, you can buy individual bonds, you know, two, three years out, um, you know, two-year yields are right around the sweet spot where you have yields going up for about a two-year period of time. And then really seven-year, eight-year yields are lower than what two to three-year yields are today. But you still run the risk in a bond mutual fund of actually seeing the value of your accounts decline or actually loss of principal with no guarantee of actually getting your money back because, again, bond mutual funds don't mature. So let me give you an example. Mm -hmm. um, for example, you, like what we've done here just recently, go out and buy a one-year treasury. Okay, so you buy a one-year treasury. You hold it for a year. You invest X amount of dollars, and a year later, you get all of your, your money back at maturity plus the interest. And so it matures. You know, it, it, it will fluctuate in the interim, just like most bonds will fluctuate a little bit with interest rate fluctuations and so forth. But if you hold the bond to maturity, you're going to get your bond principal back plus interest over that period of time. Whereas in a bond mutual fund, you know, you don't get your principal back because you don't really own uh, the bonds are constantly maturing and they're constantly buying new ones. They're, they're really, you don't really own them individually. So for instance, if you go out there and buy AAA corporates, you know, or tax exempt bonds that mature in two to three years, you know, you buy a bond that matures, let's say three years from now, it's earning, you know, a four and a half percent yield. You know, it's going to pay you interest. Usually they pay interest, you know, semi-annually on individual bonds and you get your principal back. So if you invest $50,000, you get paid interest for three years and then you get your $50,000 back at maturity uh, or the bond matures at maturity, you know, depending if you bought it at a premium or discount. So sure. But but the point being is that bonds mature, bond mutual funds don't. And so if you bought bonds, let's say three years ago, or two years ago, and they're maturing today, um, you know, you are going to get the yield to maturity that you purchased three years ago, and you're getting your principal back today in a bond mutual fund. You may see that bond mutual fund has lost 10% or 15% of its value. Well, how does that work? Well, in a lot of cases, it's not a good way for future predictable um, safety of principal. And so, Again, you have to be aware of those different things, and we really haven't had to talk about those kinds of things with people for, like we mentioned, since, you know, maybe the 90s, you know, or 2005, 6, 7. Uh, and so we've had a lot of conversations. And so if you want to talk to me about that, if you're looking, if you're like a lot of the other people that we have conversations with, it's Mark, you know, I've got a lot of money sitting in the bank because I haven't done anything. I've got you know, you know, over the pandemic years and everything else, everybody's just built up a lot of a lot of cash. Or maybe you were one of the fortunate ones who just simply, you know, at the beginning of the war said, you know, look, things things are look kind of ugly here. I'm just going to put my money in cash and see once what happens. And you've got a lot of money that's sitting there in the retirement accounts or your bank accounts, and you just want to figure out what 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 should I be doing with it. 
Because, yeah, there's there's good places for yields today, and with inflation running at 7%, 8%, um, you want you want to at least try to keep up and and minimize some of that loss of purchasing power by getting some yield on your cash. Well, and that's one of the things that I, I think the the things that you can do to help us. And uh, folks, if you've got questions about this, like Mark said, give him a call. It's seven one two 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 four four six five one seven one two 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 four four six five one, or just go to the website efs four u dot com. That's efs the number four the letter u dot com. You can find out a lot of information, and you can reach out to Mark directly from that website. Yeah. Now let's go back, you know, two years ago, and say, you know, hey, if I could, if I if I put a sign out and I said, you know, one year, you know. U.S. Treasury rates 4%, I'd have people lining up outside my door because interest rates were zero. Right. Um, but the interesting thing is is that um, we still don't see that yet. You know, I think people still have kind of got the deer in the headlights look. It's kind of like a shocker because interest rates have gone up so quickly over such a short period of time that it's kind of caught people, I think, off guard with, you know, that, yeah, my, my savings is still making only 0.2%. And now you're seeing the CD ads out there, you know, 15-month CDs, two-year CDs, you know, 3%, 4%. Um, and so there's a lot of places that I think are calling for uh, your cash. But it's kind of the upside-down world. And so let me explain this. Because, um, and it's different, you know, it's, it's always, it always rhymes, but it's never the same in the financial world. Okay. I like it. Have you heard that? Have you heard that saying before? I haven't, but I like it. Yeah. It's, it always rhymes, but it's never the same. Um, and so I'll give you an explanation by saying it always rhymes because the reaction is usually the, the same or similar but it's usually not the exact same reaction, but it's a reaction to something. And so that's the rhyming part of it. Okay. So back in 2000 and back in the 90s, you know, money market accounts were 5 6%. Treasuries were, were at, you know, 5 6% too. And, you know, so it, it offered a good diversification, a good yield, a good place to park money. And you actually had a real return on the cash because inflation was actually below that of what you were getting on uh, fixed income. Not a whole lot. I mean, inflation was still 3 4%, you'd be getting 5 6%. So if you're paying taxes on it, you're just basically breaking even, but at least you were breaking even. But back in 2000, you know, you could get, um, you know, five years, 6% guaranteed or even longer. I remember uh, one, was, one was a, I believe it was a, a fixed multi-year guaranteed annuity, which was 7% for seven years. That was the guarantee back in 2000. And so I, I've always joked, well, um, how many people today would want to be able to lock their money in at 7% for seven years? You know, a My lot of people. <laughs> yeah. But what was happening in 2000 was people are like, what? I'm, 7%? That's it? Well, I'm, I'm making, you know, 20% average annual returns on my stock investments, why would I want to take money out of equities and put it somewhere where I'm only going to make 7%? And it's kind of like that's the upside down world. It's like, really? But yeah, that was what people were thinking back then. Well, the thoughts today are, well, you know, 
I'm losing 20% per year on my equities now. Why would I want to take my money and put it somewhere where it's making five? Uh, but it's not exactly that way, but it's it's kind of, you know, a different world, but it kind of rhymes. Uh, and people are kind of in shock of saying, well, I'm, I've got all this money in the bank. What should I do with it? Because they've so unaccustomed to actually looking for yields that are safe and secure. And what are those different choices, whether it's municipals, corporates, government, fixed annuities, uh, alternative investments that, you know, floating rates, mortgage-backed securities, um, you know, those yields are out there that um, are attractive, you know, comparatively, of course, to where they were, you know, a month ago or or for sure a year ago, which yields were next to nothing, right? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's something I just want to bring up. <clears throat> and, you know, it's something that, you know, cash is trash, you know, huh. it's, it's cash is not a portfolio position anymore. It used to be, it was okay to make 0% on your cash, but now you should be making some yield on it. Right. You know, at, at least a few percent, um, and have it built into a strategy because remember this, you know, I think this is a great saying, you know, capital preservation is the key to building wealth, right? Yes. But <clears throat> it's making sure you don't lose a big chunk of your money. Uh, but you also don't want to have money that's sitting there not making anything because money that is not earning the highest rate of interest it can earn is also a loss. You know, you're actually losing money if you're leaving money sit there and you could have earned a higher return on it. Um, and, and here's the other thing I will point out to people um, is that banks are easy, but but banks are also so much yesterday of where you should put your money into because it's so easy and so inexpensive to go out there and do basically the same thing as what the banks are doing with your money. Um, and so what I explain to people is, hey, I, I'll give you an example. Um, and uh, you can take your $100,000 and put it into the bank, and maybe the bank has, you know, a CD that's, I'll just give you an example, a CD that's that's three and a quarter percent. Okay. And, so, you know, so you're going to make $3,250 on it. And, you know, it's FDIC insured and so forth and so on. Um, oh, and by the way, we can offer FDIC insurance brokered CDs um, where we shop, you know, all of the the, the banks across the country and look for, you know, the best CD yields. But again, if you compare those usually to, to the U.S. Treasury market, at least today, U.S. Treasuries, um, you know, in some cases, you know, are are attractive. So they're a good alternatives. So I'll use them as a comparison. You know, so you got three and a quarter percent, you know, you know, 12 month CD or, you know, put money into a U.S. one year treasury today. You're looking at about a four and a half percent yield. And so the difference between those two is on one hundred thousand dollars is one thousand, you know, a little over a thousand dollars. And so what I what I say to people is, well, hey, you know what? You know, I know you like your bank and everything else. And, you know, it's easy. You got a relationship and. And, uh, you know, maybe it's easier to understand what a CD is and, um, you know, but you can go out there and buy one year treasury. And if you like the bank so much, just buy the one year treasury. And then when you earn the extra thousand dollars in interest on it, just write a check to your bank 
for that $1,000 and say, you know, I could have invested my money with you and earned $1,000 less, but I went somewhere else. But I just wanted to give you the money back because I like you that much. <laughs> okay. And so that's what I look at is, you know, with a financial institution, you know, in the banking industry is cut the middle person out. Um, you know, they're just taking your money and they're buying U.S. Treasuries with it or they're loaning the money out, of course, and earning, um, you know, five, six percent interest on it, more than likely, or a combination thereof, um, and then paying you the difference. And you can do the similar you can do similar things. You can invest in, you know, high rated corporate debt. You can invest in mortgage backed securities, um, you know, U.S. securities you know, and fixed annuities. And, you know, fixed annuities is another good um, viable choice in today's market. So we'll t let's talk about fixed annuities in terms of comparisons to individual bonds, you know, corporate bonds, U.S. Treasuries, you know, tax-exempt bonds, and so forth. Um, you know, an annuity is issued by an insurance company. You know, insur insurance companies' portfolios you know, very, I think very similar to uh, a banking portfolio in that they're looking at taking your money, so you're loaning it to the insurance company, and then they're going out and earning a, an excess return on their general portfolio uh, by, you know, buying mortgage-backed securities, U.S. government securities, loaning that money out to other individuals, and then they guarantee it uh, to you in the form of a guaranteed multi-year uh, annuity. And they range anywhere from three to, to 10 years, uh, maybe even a two-year uh, multi-year annuity where you can just invest your money for two years, very similar to a CD. So in a, in a, in a multi-year annuity, you put your money in. Um, there's usually surrender charges. So I compare those as similar to a CD where you've got you know, anywhere between three to six months of interest penalty if you take your money out early. Mm -hmm. And so you want to invest them into those with the intention of picking the term that you want, um, you know, so that your money is liquid after that two-year or three-year or four-year or five-year term, whatever the term is, um, you earn interest, and after the two years, or let's just use the three-year um, uh, three term, after three years, you know, you earn, let's say, 4% per year for three years, and after three years, the annuity company comes to you and says, you know, hey, your three years is up. You know, you can take your money out or we're going to offer you another three years, just like you would get offered in a bank. You know, if you buy a two-year CD, after that two-year CD is up, their bank's going to automatically renew it for another two-year term. They usually send you a notice 10 days ahead of time or you have a window of, of being able to take your money out or renew into whatever they're offering you. And it's very similar with annuities. The difference is, is if it's after-tax money, so non-qualified annuities, just okay. like what you would take out of your checking and savings account, put into a CD, uh, the annuities is tax-deferred. So you don't pay taxes on the annuity money until you cash it in. And so that may be advantageous because you can control now when you want to pay the taxes on the interest or... Maybe it's never money. Maybe it's just money that, hey, it's this is just money I want to put there. You know, maybe it's for a funeral expense. Maybe it's just for future inheritance. Maybe it's just for emergency money. And, you know, you may not ever take the money out until after you pass on, and then your children will inherit the money. 
and they can take distributions based upon what's effective to their current situation, um, either taking the money, paying the taxes out, or spreading it out over a number of years as well to reduce any tax burdens. So those can be good planning tools as well as alternatives to, you know, CDs and, you know, U.S. Treasuries and corporate or, or um, tax-exempt bonds. Right. I mean, again, this has been fascinating, Mark. I, I like the the approach because we've, you know, it seems we talk about the same things. This is something very different, and I think people will really get to really get a, a different perspective on what's happening with our money right now and things we can do to make it better no matter what's going on. Yeah, and, and you know, it's it hasn't been like this for a while, so it's it's uh, it's good to have choices, right? Right. Oh, I like choices. Yeah, because yeah. before the choices were not very many. Not very and many. So, yeah. yeah, there wasn't very many choices. <laughs> it was well, can you do anything better for my money that's sitting in the bank earning point two percent and without taking any risk? Well, yeah, probably not a whole lot. Maybe one percent yield and some AAA rated bonds, but yeah, now those yields are, are, you know, you know, relative to inflation, you know, they're probably still not attractive. You know, if you're getting a four percent return, inflation is still plugging away at seven percent, but still, it's better than zero. You know, four percent still better than nothing. So don't make nothing on your money; make something on it, and you know, you can still get some return without having to buy individual stocks, REITs you know, and things that do fluctuate significantly uh, and can lose money. Um, again, bonds mature, um, you know, other things, you know, preferred stocks and and uh, individual stocks that pay dividends, you know, they don't have a maturity date on it. Right. Well, I mean, again, with your 30-plus years helping folks, you know, getting through retirement, you, you seize opportunities when, you, when they present themselves because I don't think there are a lot of advisors that are doing what you're doing at this point. And that's why independent, fiduciary, all of those things really sort of just draw a path to your door. At least it would for me. Yeah, we, and you know, one of the things about, again, working with an independent advisor versus you know, going to the bank. Of course, you're going to go to the bank. You're going to get offered a CD. They're not going to say, well, hey, you know what? We could put your money in U.S. Treasuries instead of this CD because it pays more, but you know, we don't make anything on it. So um, to us, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're kind of agnostic in that, in that area because our compensation really you know, is based upon not – you know, what the money goes into, whether it's, you know, government bonds, corporate bonds, you know, a fixed annuity, you know, our compensation, it does vary between those things. And we, we share what those things are, but it's, it's not a whole lot of difference really between uh, those things. What, what we try to do is just do what's best, you know, for you, what you're most comfortable with and what fits your situation uh, but making sure we explain to you what your choices are, and I think that's important when you when you're, you know, dealing with anybody. You want to know that you've been explained what your options are. You don't want to do something and then find out how many times has that happened, right? That you yes. make a choice and then you find out later, oh, I could have done this. Well, I didn't right. know about it. I was never told about it, uh, and so we try to we try not to do that. Um, you know, I, I hate when somebody comes in and says, you know, Mark, here's a hundred thousand, do what you want with it, you know, and then, and then, you know, they're not happy with what I end up doing with it because I didn't explain to them what their choices were and they weren't part of that decision. 
And so we want to make sure that you're part of that decision. And you should ask for that, too, with whoever you're investing your money with. Absolutely. 712-224-4651. That's the number you can call to reach Mark and his team. Uh, or you can just visit the website, EFS, the number four, the letter U.com. And again, that website is packed full of great information with, with perspectives like we just were talking about. Yeah. And uh, so hopefully it sheds some light uh, what your choices are on some of the cash that you may be looking at uh, getting some better returns on than what it's been earning in the last few years. Securities offered through Securities America, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. EFS Group and the Securities America companies are unaffiliated. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. If you remember these TV shows, you're getting ready to retire. Whenever I see a big pair of feet or a cheesy mustache, I'll think of you. You got spunk. I hate spunk. I'm one guy who ain't prejudiced against anybody who uh, may be less superior than me. It kind of sneaks up on you, doesn't it? Oh, gee. You deserve a secure, independent retirement. A retirement that is prepared to handle pitfalls like inflation health emergencies, stock market volatility, and taxation. You've worked hard for your money and will work just as hard to protect it and grow it. Retirement planning doesn't have to be difficult. Get the facts-based approach that you deserve, all at no cost, with no obligation. Call Mark Eels at EFS Wealth Management, 712-224-4651. 712-224-4651 or log on to EFS4U.com. EFS, the number 4U.com.